and welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. I'm Kyle. And, yeah, <laughs> Kyle's here. Sadly. Yeah, I'm Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> he loves helping us record stuff. I don't yeah, mind it's his it. favorite. I don't mind it. I just got dragged into it today and I didn't think I was going to. I was playing Overwatch. Well, we dragged you into it because you also saw what we're going to talk about today. Yes, I did. We're saying we value your male opinion, kind of. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so we saw Wonder Woman. It came out, we saw it. In a really nice theater with reclining seats. Thank God. Thank God. The only way to watch it is, like, completely on a recliner, stuffing your face full of popcorn and soda. Yes. This movie has been anticipated, I think, forever. For a long-ass time. Forever. A long-ass time. Ever since superhero movies existed. Because, you know, Wonder Woman's a a superhero and uh, deserved her own movie. Yeah. We've been waiting... Fucking waiting and a long finally, ass time. We finally got it. I was a little apprehensive going into the showing only because of the most recent DC movies that I guess Justice League universe is set in. And it's like, I was nervous. <laughs> exactly. That, and it's just like, it's such high stakes to, you know, have this movie be a successful one. Yeah. Because for some reason, people think that women lead movies don't do well. Women lead superhero movies will not do well. Do you guys remember an executive at Marvel blamed the declining sales on having diverse people in comics? Yep. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's wrong. That's fucked up. And even if that was the case, why would you want to cater to people like that anyways? I know. Like, that is messed up. Anyways, we went in with sphincters clenched, palms sweaty, hoping that <laughs> this movie would be good. I thought it, I thought it was going to be good. I, don't, I literally did not sense any of that apprehension from any of you when we went in because I was like, "Oh, this movie's supposed to be pretty good. I heard it's I heard it's good. Most people seem to like it. I'm sure that I'm going to enjoy it, and I did." Okay, so the. Rotten Tomatoes score is like 98% right now, which is incredible. That is really good. So I was, I looked at that. I was like, the reviews are positive. I hope that I still like it because I've seen movies where the reviews were very positive and I just didn't like the movie. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing. And my mom had told me that they got good, that Wonder Woman had gotten good reviews, but I had been skeptical since the preview because the preview that I saw didn't give me high hopes. For a substantive movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do still have some things I wish would have been done differently in the movie. But I did think overall it was a good movie. I was a little bit afraid that it would be too much like the first Captain America movie. Yeah. I'd rather watch this than the first Captain America movie. I'm sorry. I have to say it, but I would. Truth. I think they're both great. (laughs) (laughs) Emily's like my husband, though. (laughs) I, I, I just... I'm tired of uh, Marvel's Captain America and Iron Man franchises. Like, I, they've beaten him into the ground, and I'm tired, getting kind of tired of them. Well, that's your opinion. Um, <laughs> no. I did find it funny that there is a character... Um, the male lead is named Steve, and in Captain yeah. America, Captain America's name is Steve. Yeah. And they're both blonde, blue-eyed, hunky guys, and I was like, truth, hmm, little, little <laughs> simsies. Now that we talked about our expectations, let's talk about the movie itself. So, if you want to see Wonder Woman, or you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, I don't know if you should listen to this until after you've seen the movie. 
spoiler alert, please skip ahead to the end. To the end, yeah. At the end, we'll just give our reviews and we'll try to limit the spoilers that we talk about. But right now is the spoiler zone, so just fast forward to the end, to about five minutes before this ends. Yes. Okay, so, it opens up with Diana as a child. Uh, she's in her magical Amazon island. Which I can't remember the name of. Yeah. I keep calling it Amazonia, but that is not the fucking name. It's like Thermosea or something like that? It's something something Greek. It's in the middle of the ocean, apparently. Yeah, I never... Uh, It's in a magic bubble in the middle of the ocean. I'm fairly certain it's in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. They were coming from the Ottoman Empire. That would make sense, yeah. And they were going to London, so that would make the most sense of where they were going. So it's a magic bubble in the Mediterranean Sea. I For some reason, I thought they were going to put it on like a separate planet or something. I don't know. That's what I thought, too. No. But I guess not. I, I guess for this movie to make sense, it would have to be on Earth. Yeah. yeah. If it with the lore. Yeah. Correctly. So... She's growing up, she wants to be a fighter, her mom is like, don't be a fighter, and she's like, no, I want to be a fighter. And then, uh, growing up montage, she's a fighter. And what I thought was funny, and what, you know, I think most people called BS from the very beginning, was her saying that her mother had told her she had been made from clay, uh, and then given life. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sure. <laughs> The yeah. Dork brought you here. Yeah. I was like, this lady fucked Zeus. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, pretty She much. did the deed. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, so she's a fighter, and her mom is like, you need to... Oh, yeah, her aunt is like the leader of the army there. Yeah. And, and so her mom to, to her, her sister was like, you need to train her ten times harder than any Amazon has ever been trained before. Yeah, she trains. She trains like a motherfucker. Yeah, so she's good. And then... All of a sudden, an airplane crashes in through the bubble and lands in the sea. So I have a theory about this, because Emily leaned over to me in the middle of the movie and was like, if this happened, why has this not happened before? Especially if what causes is true and if it's in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Something would have penetrated the bubble before. But my theory is that her doing the... The X-arms weakened the bubble. uh, Emily forgot to mention that right before the plane came through that she kind of, quote-unquote, awakened her powers or whatever and had this, like, giant shockwave. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So I guess that could be why it was weakened. That would make the most sense, but I was like, seems like anyone can just walk through this bubble thing. Yeah, I mean, from the outside, it was just, like, fog. Yeah. And you just went through the fog and you were in the bubble. Right, so she goes and saves the airplane pilot, brings him up on the beach, and then, oh no, Germans have followed him, and there's a giant battle between the Amazons and the Germans. The Germans have guns, the Amazons have badass slow motion uh, bow and arrow skills. Yes. (laughs) And the Amazons eventually win, but there's some casualties. Diana's aunt dies, it's very sad. Yeah, Diana's aunt dies because she's intercepting a bullet that is headed for Diana. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you must take the God Slayer, which is a sword that her mom had showed her. Yes. So eventually, oh yeah, there's some dick jokes with Chris Pine, because he's naked at one point. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. <laughs> he's like in a bath and naked, and then there's some dick jokes. And then after that, uh, they decide that he can go back, and Diana's gonna go with him. And she takes the sword, and then they leave. While they're traveling on their little boat to England, I don't know how they get from the Mediterranean Sea to England. 
But um, by boat somehow, somehow they they, they they sailed right through France. <laughs> they sailed around Spain. You are also forgetting to mention why he even showed up there. Who was chasing him? I said the he, Germans. But why were they chasing him? He stole a notebook that was detailing plans of chemical weapons because Did it's you? World War One and not World War Two because every superhero movie thinks they need to go to World War Two. And they explain that I think after the fact, but. Yes. They make it seem like they sail to England from the Mediterranean Sea somewhere in like a day. Yeah, in a day. Um, there, that's that's not how it works. There's also but... some sex jokes on the boat. Yep, more jokes. And so they eventually end up in London. So what we know right now is that Chris Pine is a spy for the British intelligence and the American intelligence. He was impersonating a German officer, and now he has a notebook detailing some German doctors deadly gas that will eat through a gas mask and it will devastate uh, the front line and cause mass casualties. So that's what we know when we get to London. And then there's a funny makeover scene because Diana is basically naked in her armor. Well, yeah, naked according to Victorian Victorian standards, yeah. So they get her like a dress and she tries a bunch on and it's like wacky montage. (laughs) (laughs) Wacky dress montage where like flinging her leg up in the middle of a dressing room. The only thing they they could have added to potentially make it funnier would have been the the Biddy Hill music though. Yeah, Yeah, it's about how it was. And we meet Chris Pine's secretary, who is a nice lady who doesn't mind to get in a row of fisticuffs, apparently. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's a badass. A a good minor character, I must say. I, I hope that she shows up in the Justice. Well, no, she wouldn't. She'd be dead. Yeah. I yeah. hope that somehow her essence is in the Justice League. Maybe they, like, put her in a computer or something. Maybe. Marvel is not above doing that. So, DC. Who knows? If this is popular enough, maybe they'll have, you know, a movie that spans the gap between Justice League and this origin story. That would be cool. That would be super cool. So, she gets changed. They go try to talk to superior officers in British intelligence, and they're like, we're not going to do anything. The war's about to end. Like, they're going to surrender, and we're going to sign a peace treaty, and that's going to be that. There's going to be an armistice. Yeah, Yeah, we can't. You know, we're not going to go back into war. And that pisses off Chris Pine's character. So him and Wonder Woman, they devise a way to go to the front lines. Skipping over some not-so-important information, they end up in a small Belgian town, um, right outside of it, in a war trench. And the Germans are holding it off. Chris Pine, Wonder Woman, and their three wacky friends meet up. And (laughs) they have a Native American that they call Chief, who is an expert in explosives. Mm-hmm. They have a, um, is he Turkish? I think he's Turkish, yeah. A Turkish man who who's an actor who speaks many languages and he's good at fooling people. And then they have a Scottish guy who's a marksman who is, like, always drunk. Yeah, and he's wearing a kilt. And he's wearing and a kilt. A kilt. Yes. That's how you can tell he's Scottish and not British. <laughs> that and the accent, but well, yeah. The- he almost sounded like he was from Liverpool, to be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he he almost sounded like he was from Liverpool, but I'm like, ooh, clock that kilt. He's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, the five of them defeat the Germans there, because Wonder Woman goes total badass. Mm-hmm. Like, bullets are flying off her armor, like, zing, zing! And she's like, no, you shall not pass. And they eventually help free this tiny Belgian town. And Wonder Woman is like a fucking projectile missile. She'll jump up and, like, 
put all her body weight on like a building and it will pretty much explode. Take that, Captain America. Take that tower. It's like, <laughs> take that, patriarchy. Yeah, it was awesome. It's like, phallic symbol gone. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. A lot of this movie was Chris Pine being like, no, don't do that. Wonder Woman being like, nah, fuck you, I'm going to do that, and yeah. doing it. <laughs> and then Chris Pine like, wow. Wow. Love you, babe. Yeah. My queen. My BB. There's a line in this movie that is exactly like, I've never been more frightened and aroused. Yep. <laughs> that is the essence of this movie, is that Wonder Woman frightens people and also arouses them. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. So after they free this town, they, they're they like, okay, we're near the front. We're gonna kill this German officer who has the gas. And she keeps saying, he's the god of war. It's so simple. If we kill him, the war will end because the god of war has, like, his tendrils in the hearts of humans and making them evil and fight. And Chris Pine is like, yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. Everyone yeah. is like, sure, Diana, of course it's Ares, the god of war. And, yeah. and not just someone who's profiteering off of the deaths of people. Yeah. 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 So... This is where the movie took a turn that I didn't think it was going to. I thought that we were just going to be like, yeah, mythology, that's nice. And it wasn't going to be taken so literally. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know that was going to happen. I, I didn't expect that to happen. I thought they weren't going to take it so literally. No, no. Well, oh, we're skipping the gala. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so after this town, they're like, all the officers are going to meet at this gala. Apparently a party they're throwing. They're like, we're going to surrender. Let's party. Apparently. yeah. So she goes in disguise. Chris Pine shows up dressed as a German officer with a really fake German accent. One thing that bothered <laughs> me about this movie is that at certain times, Diana would speak in another language to someone who's speaking a different language. And there'd just be subtitles and that's fine. But, like, the German officers, when speaking to each other, were speaking in English. Yeah, that was bizarre. They should have just been speaking in German. It's not like she couldn't understand them. And Chris Pine, who's a, a spy who had been pretending to be German, should be able to speak and understand German. Exactly. Also, on the Amazonian island, they weren't speaking, they were speaking to each other in English. Why was that their chosen language instead of I Greek? Don't know. Like, there's a lot, there's some holes with the language. Here. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they, they would just try to make it simple for audiences, but really, I was like, there wasn't that many lines between the German officers. It could have been in German. I wonder if Chris Pine is just a wimp. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chris Pine, mail us. <laughs> Tell us if you're a wimp or not. <laughs> Meet me at meet me at twelve o'clock to get an ass whooping. Gal Gadot was not afraid of speaking different languages. Gal Gadot also knows a, a couple of languages. Just saying. Yeah. Get she good, may. Chris Pine. <laughs> so, Gala. Um, Chris Pine tries to trick the female doctor into giving him the gas and she's like, uh, no. She's like, nah, see right through you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Diana tries and fails to kill the German officer, and then it kind of transitions into, they're just, oh, we just have to stop this gas. It's going to go out to London. Yeah. We it's need a, to stop it. It's a giant plane full of this deadly mustard gas um, that they're going to drop on London and kill everyone, so. Yeah, so they basically go to this German base, and there's fighting. I mean, it's a battle. 
yep, uh, Wonder Woman breaks free or runs away from Chris Pine to kill um, the German general who is kind of heading up all this shit. Oh, yeah. And also he, like, snorts this gas that gives him super strength. But I'm like, is that math? Yeah. <laughs> it was like he was and taking pieces. Was that the pain. beginning of what created, like, I don't know. And he had And he had super strength for all of... 30 seconds while Wonder Woman kicked his ass and then killed him. Yeah. Yeah, she, she like, took a sword, like, right sword through his chest. all the way through him, through the ceiling. <laughs> but there was no blood. But no blood, yeah. I was like, huh, keeping a strong PG-13 rating, huh? I guess so. Yeah, I thought that that would be the only point where they would actually need to see the blood. I mean, I can understand bullets, but, like, she, she impaled him, you know? Yeah. There should be some blood. But they don't even show his body. They just show, like, the ceiling and the sword through it. Mm-hmm. So they even cut that whole thing out. She kills him, and then she's like, why are they not stopping? What the fuck? And then Chris Pine is like, I hate to break this to you, but humans aren't great. People are really shitty. And yeah. that's basically it. And then he leaves her to go fight something else, and a person that none of us brought up but he's like he's a, a British, British officer. He's not a British officer. He's like a British like general and politician. He shows up and he was really like gunning for the armistice and it was very blatant that he was evil. And guess what? He's the reincarnation of Ares, the god of war. Somehow Nick didn't see that coming. It was incredibly blatant <laughs> from the very beginning of the movie. I didn't think he was going to be Ares. I thought he would turn out to be like a double agent or something. See, okay, he had that evil mustache. Yeah, and I mean, this is why this is why I was so confused because I didn't think they were going to take this spin. I thought they were just going to take the spin of Wonder Woman learning a lesson about you know what what actually causes war. It's not this mythical god that's making people fight. It's the you know the internal struggle with everyone. Yeah, no, it was mythical god. Well, it was it was was both. It was both. It was was both. both. But he was like, I don't make the humans fight. I just give them inspiration. He gave the female doctor inspiration for the deadly gas, but he didn't make her make it or deploy it or do any of that. He's like, I only plant the seed of an idea. They do it themselves. They kill each other. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this evil mythical man is Remus Lupin. I know, right? (laughs) With a horrible mustache, even worse than his Lupin mustache. Even worse. They fight. It's a pretty badass fight. But while they're fighting, Steve is hijacks the airplane with the gas on it and basically blows it up so no one can get hurt. But he is incinerated. He is gone. Yeah. yeah. And bef- Oh my god. And before he leaves, he gives her his father's watch. And I thought it was a good cinematic choice. She couldn't hear anything because there was an explosion. So it's like the ears ringing tinnitus uh-huh. and he, he's just like mouthing stuff and he gives her the watch and he leaves and i was like "Ooh, he ain't come back <laughs> yeah. yeah and so he goes up in the plane it explodes she's like really upset and kind of unleashes her powers and kills Ares. yep like obliterates him yeah yep. like there's a gigantic hole in the ground yeah like a crater. <laughs> nope. And then she goes back to Britain with uh, their merry band of, of dumbasses that come with them to <laughs> uh, to Belgium. And they have a victory celebration. The war is over. And she sees a photo of him and um, she's sad. And then it flash forwards back to present day because the movie started in present day. 
where if you saw Batman versus Superman, uh, Bruce Wayne had found a photo of her and these people with Chris Pine back in World War One, and he sent it to her. And um, he was like, "What is this, winky face?" Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> and, and you see that photo get taken when they saved the town in Belgium during mm-hmm. the movie, but. Um, basically, he's like, I would love to hear your story sometime if you ever decide to tell me. And so the movie basically ends with her, like, leaving in her Wonder Woman costume because she works at the Louvre. Yeah, apparently she works at the Louvre part-time. And <laughs> Historical artifact collection. Yeah, and so she, I guess, goes to leave off to go talk to Bruce Wayne. Um, and there is... After that, like, there's no, like, there's no, like, Avengers Justice League after credit scene where he's, like, bringing her into the Justice League. That's it. She just jumps yeah, there, off the Louvre. There's no after credit scene, which I was kind of sad about. Yeah. But it was still good. A hopeful end to a kind, to a pretty sad ending, actually. Yeah, it was but, pretty sad. Because, like, you know, human history, there obviously are wars after that. Mm-hmm. So... Can we just get a million Wonder Woman movies of her and everything? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean... I would love to see her in the 80s with 80s hair. Oh, exactly. God, yes. No. But, like, there is obviously room for movies between the present day, what they're going to come out with next, which is the Justice League, and what happened for her origin movie. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. Oh. So, right. I'm excited for Justice League, because that comes out in November, so that's going to be the next installment of this kind of stuff. Oh my god. They played the Justice League trailer immediately before this. So hype. Yeah. Much hype. Jason Momoa has never looked better. We were like fanning ourselves. Yeah, like, hot damn. I mean, it just makes like the perfect sense for someone who's like a Pacific Islander to be... Aquaman, you know, like an an and island person. Good. Oh my he god, he looks damn fine. He looks so good. <laughs> and oh my god, it looks so good. And the Flash looked good. I was a little apprehensive about the Flash. Yeah. Um, but is Ezra Miller? Is that his name? Yes. Is the he whatever looked... the kid from Fall in Our Stars? It's Ezra Miller. Yeah. Whatever movie that is. I don't yep. Remember. It's him. Um, he was also in uh Magical Beasts too. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, yeah. Credence. He was, yeah, the, that kid. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. He's an excellent actor and style icon. I love. Oh him. my god! In, in uh, oh, what was it? That movie, that Perks of Being a Wallflower. He oh, was that in was, that. Yeah, he was in that, that too. That was mm-hmm. a bad movie, but Perks. he was pretty good in it. He dressed up as Doctor Frankenfutter from Rocky Horror, and I yeah. was like, I am attracted. <laughs> oh my god! It's like I am aroused. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm super excited that he's going to be the Flash. I think that's a that's an interesting choice, but I think he'll do a good job because he always does a good job. The clips that they had in the trailer made him seem like boyish and likable, and I was like, "Good, we don't need everyone to be Batman." Yeah, Aquaman seemed like very jovial too, like badass. We only need one Batman. I'm still kind of yeah, yeah about Batman. I I'm like not. Batman. I like. I like. I like. Ben Affleck Batman. I like the Batflack. Like, oh my god! Have you seen Batman vs Superman? No. So, okay. Well, the only thing you need to know about that movie is that there's a scene where Bruce Wayne is doing one armed pull ups shirtless, and you see all of his muscles and his dick twitches. <laughs> it's a lie. The important. Okay, so I don't uh, give a shit what everybody says about Batman vs Superman. I had a good time. It was entertaining. Suicide Squad was 
garbage. Whoa, and that was I bad. Did not watch Man of Steel because I don't like Superman. I think Batman versus Superman was okay until the end. The end completely well, fell apart. Yeah, and I didn't like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex. Luthor. No, that was horrible. Pretty much the only good thing was Ben Affleck as Batman because he plays him as like an older Batman. He's, uh-huh. He has gray hair in it. He's twenty years into being Batman. Yeah. He's been around the block, and he's like, I'm just tired of all these lunatics ruining my city. It's time to, like, get a bunch of people together and end it. Yeah. yeah. He's very daddy. Oh, my God. As Nick would say. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I like him. I, I didn't think I would like him as Batman, but I do. I love it. Final judgments on Wonder Woman. Uh, I liked it. Two thumbs up. I liked it, too. Didn't need so much love interest. I understand why it was there. I mean, it served a purpose, but there could have been less. It yeah. could have been spun a different way. Yeah. I don't know. At least there wasn't, like, a blatant sex scene. Like, at least it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, Game of Thrones. I would have, I would have fucking rioted if there was, because she doesn't need any of that. No, I agree. No, I mean, she doesn't need the love interest, but I think... She didn't need that to learn the lesson that she learned in the movie. She I, could have learned yeah. it another way. Like, I think they wanted think someone... Was, I think they wanted someone to tie her to humanity more. I don't know. That could have been done differently, too. I know. I liked Chris Pine in it, though. I, I like this character. I, I, I mean, I did, too. Nothing against the movie, because I, I understand that we're never going to have a perfect movie. But if I could do it my way, that's what I would do. Okay, yes. What, it probably wouldn't be as popular. No, if you had it your way completely, what would the plot be? And who would be? I mean, it would be pretty similar. I have totally new movie concept off the top of my head, but I would keep it pretty similar and maybe have more ties in the Belgian town that she saves. Because mm-hmm. there are people in there that could have been utilized, and when mustard gas was deployed on that town, that, like, sacrifice and that killing of those people could have spurned her to do exactly what she did in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think they could have gotten more of a a different angle and a sympathetic connection with the female doctor and her mm-hmm. in it she spares her life but i feel like if she actually could connect with that woman even though like he, she is a monster pretty much yeah if she could find sympathy and empathy for this person i think it would have meant more exactly so so there are different ways that it could have happened and i mean she could have had the same interaction with chris pine you know minus all the lovey-dovey stuff and it could have been more of a camaraderie between her and the motley crew that they went with i mm-hmm. think that that could have been developed more and used more for the empathy part but people love a good love story and no matter no matter what movie it is so they're a bit they look like the village people like yeah <laughs> no, i thought that was kind of funny also they they had a very tiny moment with Chief and Wonder Woman where he was like, all my people's history and shit have been destroyed and that's why I'm here. And she's like, oh my god, who destroyed it? And he looks at Chris Pine and he's like, white people. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that I, was sad. <laughs> I know, but it just goes to show you, it's like not everything is black and white and I thought they could have played with that more, mm-hmm. you know? I, I agree. I think it could have been uh, incredibly more developed. And, you know, people like a good love story, but not every superhero movie has had, with a male lead, has had a love story in it. That's true. I mean... Do you think that they're going to play up the Batman Wonder Woman stuff at Justice yes, League? Yes. Of course they're going to do that. It is a major they've ship. Ar- they've already started it with it's this It's a major movie. ship. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, when I watched Justice League animated series, I shipped them really hard. Yeah. I mean, Superman's it, it's like, tired and lame. 
I'm so I don't like Superman. I don't I, I don't, don't think really I only know like two people who like Superman. Yeah. I don't think I know a single person. There's actually a song from a band called I Fight Dragons called No One Likes Superman Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah, of sums up true. my feelings. But I like the movie. I'm excited for Justice League. Very excited. Yes. And I'm even more fucking excited about the standalone Aquaman and Flash movies. Yes. And hopefully a Wonder Woman sequel. I'm ready for a wet, shirtless Jason Momoa. Give it to me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Like, order up. Order up. (laughs) Whew. Any other final thoughts on the movie? Uh, I liked it. If this is prom- if if this is the direction the DC is gonna go with their cinematic universe, it's very promising, considering what they've put out previously. And like I said, I, I mean this is my personal opinion, but I'm I'm getting tired of Marvel's cinematic universe after a while. I feel like they keep pulling out like bullshit. I feel like it's the same movie now over yeah, and over. Mm-hmm. Everything's is. the Avengers. It needs new it life. Is. It needs new life and. I think that DC is going to start taking that thunder away from them. If they can keep up this, like, how they did this movie, if they can keep it up with Justice League and Aquaman and all that stuff, like, these are these are characters that have not had big budget box office movies yet, and I think that they can really pull it away from Marvel's, like, domination of the comic book genre. Mm-hmm. So, movies. yeah. DC, keep doing what you're doing. Please. Give more diverse movies and... Trust that audiences will respond, you know, accordingly. Hot girl movie. Oh my god, hot gal. Oh my god, no. What they need to do is they need to redo Green Lantern. Do a Jon Stewart who is the black Green Lantern from the yes. animated Justice League. And then have hot girl. Yes. Yes. We yes. need to do... Oh my god, that would be so great. A Jon Stewart fucking Green Lantern. I'm fucking excited. We, if need, they could do we need to do Batman, but we need to do Batman without the Joker because nobody cares about the Joker anymore. Like, God, yeah, let Joker's it die. Gone, let it die. Let's have some other good rogues like the, the Riddler. I mean, we could just redo Batman Forever, Penguin, the best movie like of all time. Any but... other villain. <laughs> okay, I think we're getting a little yeah, off topic. Okay. Kyle's favorite movie is Batman Forever. It is. I think he's mentioned it on this podcast at least five times. <laughs> I probably mention it every time I'm on. Okay, so that is our review of Wonder Woman. Go see it. Go actually spend your money to go see it. It's important that DC sees this movie be successful. And I think it will be. I think it will be, too. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are found. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Deuces.